0: Welcome to the Body Nerd Show, empowering you with the super uncomplicated things you need to know about self care and movement so that you too can wake up every day pain free. I'm your host, Alexandra Ellis, and I'm a coach, writer, former yogi, kettlebell devotee, and 100% body nerd. So, are you ready? Let's get nerdy! Welcome back. You're listening to episode 14 of the Body Nerd Show. Today's episode is all about your neck and if you should actually be stretching it which I know is a big thing that I have been hearing about from many people. Their neck is feeling stiff or sore, and they've been stretching, and it's not helping. So we're going to talk about that. I'll also dive into sleep posture and how you should be positioning yourself while you sleep so that you can wake up and feel amazing. We'll talk about the neck and jaw relationship. They do have a relationship and you probably want to know about it. And also the specific kinds of exercises that are actually going to give you relief in the long run. So not just temporary, but in the long run. And I think already from those few questions, you know where I stand when it comes to stretching your neck. And honestly, the reason why I decided to talk about this for this week's episode is because I have heard from so many people who are having neck issues. And also, I feel like there's this general misunderstanding, really, about the role our neck plays in feeling Amazing. Uh, just this past weekend, I was with my husband in Las Vegas and we are walking through the forum shops at Caesars. Um, and in one of the window displays, even the mannequins had the most atrocious posture I've ever seen. I posted it on my Instagram story. And so even the mannequins we're seeing, the models we're seeing are demonstrating posture that is not fashionable personally, I don't think, but also is actually detrimental to the health of our neck and shoulders. And I've been there before. Um, I used to suffer from tension headaches all the time. I had some jaw issues that weren't not showing up as TMJ per se. Like I wasn't, you know, grinding my teeth, but I knew I was definitely clenching my teeth and that was contributing to my tension headaches and jaw pain. And so the relationship of the neck and jaw are very close. And I'll talk about that more in today's episode. But I'm sure if you've been scrolling through social media or even just watching TV, you have seen products related to neck, neck tension and neck pain relief. And my goal is to help you better understand what is going on so that you can decide what your next best step is. Now before we dive into the meat of today's episode, I also wanted to let you know that Movement Mavens, which is my membership with the tools, the plan, and the help so you know exactly what to do to get stronger, more flexible, and out of pain today – The doors are closing for movement mavens. I've talked about it on the show before. um, And if you're listening to this episode on the day it goes live, know that doors are closing this round on Sunday, June 9th. So if you have been thinking about it, if you've been reading about it on my email list, seeing me talk about it on social media, now is the time. And the reason is I know that when you take excellent care of yourself and you feel amazing and strong and confident, you are able to show up for the rest of your life at 100%. So why now? Why not now? I think is the better question because just imagine what you will be able to do when you feel stronger. Maybe it's going on a big hike that's been on your bucket list or maybe it's taking a long car trip without worrying that your body's going to feel like poop when you get there. Or maybe your goal is just to feel amazing every single day. Whatever your goal is, Movement Mavens is here to help you make those goals a reality. Inside Movement Mavens this month, we are focusing on neck and shoulder. So if today's episode resonates with you, if you clicked on today's episode because you have been dealing with neck or shoulder stuff, then you absolutely need to join us inside Movement Mavens so that you can get, like I said, the plan, the tools, and the help so you can get out of pain. You can stop waking up with a cranky neck and just feel amazing. I don't think that's too much to ask. So if you are a busy woman and you want to get stronger and more flexible and you don't want to spend more than 15 minutes a day and you want to move with ease and confidence without ever worrying about hurting yourself, then you should join us inside Movement Mavens today. I'll drop a link down into the show notes or you can head on over to aewellness.com slash mavens to get all the details. But I'm not even going to lie, the women who joined me when I first opened doors, they are Creating change in their life so quickly that even I'm like, whoa, I can't believe it. But going from not being sure what to do to knowing exactly what to do, doing it, and then having pain free days, day after day after day. So, regardless of where you are starting, even if it seems like it's impossible, you 100% can change the unchangeable. And Movement Mavens and me and our community are here to help you make it happen. So doors close Sunday, June 9th. If you are listening to this and that date is already passed, no problem. Uh, go check out aewellness.com slash mavens and you can sign up for the wait list to find uh, get notified the next time the doors open. But if you are ready to just feel amazing and to stop dealing with the same stuff again and again and again, join us. It's going to be awesome. So let us dive into the anatomy of your neck. And really the most interesting thing about, I mean, there's a million things interesting about the neck, Um, but if you really want to wow your practitioner, whether it's your chiropractor, your physical therapist, or you're headed to the doctor, whatever, knowing what these two bones are, they're going to blow everybody's mind. So in your spine, you have a bunch of different vertebra, and the only two that are different are in your neck. So the first bone in your neck and the second bone in your neck, so cervical vertebra one and two, are unique in their shape. They're called the atlas and the axis, and they sit on top of one another to act as a pivot point. So the whole purpose for these bones to be shaped the way that they are is to give you maximum range of motion. When it comes to your head, I really want you to picture your skull like a bowling ball because it's heavy, anywhere from 10 to probably 15 pounds, depending on how large your head is. And so your neck is like the tiny toothpick that your bowling ball head is balanced upon. This serves a great purpose of being able to look through your entire environment, right? We can turn to the left and right, up and down, our eyeballs move all around. We're not limited like some fish in the ocean, for example, that only have eyes on top of their head. Like we can look around a ton, which is great, but can also cause some issues. So when it comes to humans in 2019, our biggest issue is that our necks are usually kind of weak, but also we're not using them to their fullest, fullest potential. We drive and we stare at phones in our laps and we go to work and we work at computers and that's about it. And depending on who you ask, some camps are like, never put your neck into extension and look up, you know, to the sky. That's bad for your neck or never do this or never do that. When really I think part of the issue is that we have been not doing so many things for so long that our neck has lost the motor control and the strength to be able to do it. So posture is very important here because if you are staring at your phone or staring at your computer or really staring at anything, I want you to just pause right now and notice where your head is. Chances are your head is in front of your shoulders, which means that that bowling ball, instead of balancing directly on top of that tiny, tiny toothpick, is now out in front of the toothpick. The toothpick is not upright, but at an angle. And so when your head comes forward from your neck and really your shoulders, for every inch it comes forward, that adds an additional 10 pounds of work for the muscles of your upper back and your neck. So instead of a 10-pound head, Right. You have a 20, 30, 40 pound bowling ball that that tiny toothpick neck is trying to support. So, the reason why your neck is tight is not because it needs to stretch, but it's tight because your brain is literally trying to hold everything together. Because the tiny muscles in your neck were not designed to hold your head upright all day, but because of our posture, we're asking these muscles to be strong all day long. And because that's not what they were designed to do, the brain says, hey, No problem, I got this. We'll just lay down a ton of extra collagen. We'll get super stiff and that should help the problem. But it doesn't because now your neck is super tight and maybe you've ever had this experience. I know when I was in the thick of my neck and jaw stuff, um, there's still to this day a freeway interchange that I don't take because it requires a lot of rapidly looking over your shoulder. And one time I was driving through there and I had to look quickly over my shoulder and my neck completely spazzed out. Right? That's your brain going, whoa, 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 we are moving way too fast. I don't want to move in that direction and I don't feel safe. So, when you feel your neck kind of seize up from those quicker type movements, sometimes that can be because something is not firing the way it should be because the brain doesn't necessarily feel safe. So, stretching doesn't work because your neck doesn't need to be stretched. It's already feeling like it's being overstretched just from your positioning. So more stretching only helps to further destabilize the neck. And so it gets tighter and tighter and tighter to protect itself. And you might be saying, okay, fine, Alex, but how come when I stretch, it feels good? And my question to you would be, okay, well, how often are you stretching? Because if you have to keep stretching your neck again and again and again, because it just keeps getting tighter every time, There's a problem there, a problem that can easily be resolved. It's not a permanent thing. You're not forever going to have a wonky neck. There's just a shift in your approach that needs to happen to make this neck pain and neck tightness and neck stiffness a thing of the past. So the number one thing to do would be to dial in your posture. So remember, I talked about that for every inch your head comes forward, that's an additional 10 pounds of work. So the easiest way to alleviate some of the strain of your neck is to get your head back on top of your shoulders. One marker to use is that your ears are directly over the tops of your shoulders. And I don't know about you guys when you listen to this, but as I'm talking to you, I am touching my ear to make sure it's over my shoulder. So do that for yourself as well. And I know that once you get your head in the proper position, it probably feels so super heavy. And that's because the neck muscles literally don't know how to hold your head into the shape because it's probably been so long since they've done it. So worry not. It just takes time. And then there's also some things you can do to help that process happen more efficiently. Another postural note is to make sure that your eyeballs remain on the horizon. So rather than having to look up at something for long periods of time or down at something, honestly, if you are looking at your phone in your lap right now, pick it up because that is a surefire way to overstretch and angrify <laughs> the back of your neck. So don't do that. Whenever I see a total tangent, but whenever I see, especially, you know, kids, with backpacks on, staring at their phones in their laps. I just want to like shake my fist at them, like pick your head up. It's so heavy. And the easiest thing we can do is just to get our head screwed on top of our shoulders. Right. All right. So instead of stretching your neck, right, what you are going to do from here on out is have better neck posture and really stabilizing exercises are better. So rather than stretching – teach your head how to remain directly on top of your shoulders in various positions. So one of the ways I like to do that is super simple. So if you imagine your head kind of like a cube, so you have a left, a right, a front, and a back, if you bring one hand to the side of your head and you attempt to press your head out of position, so I'm doing it right now, I'm trying to shove my head off to one side, but my neck is resisting, that's one way to strengthen the neck in this one direction. And you can do the same thing on the other side. So now I have my left hand on my left temple. I'm keeping my head in that perfect posture position, but trying to push it off balance. And now that left side of my neck has to fire up. So all the muscles there from the scalenes to the sternocleidomastoid, levator scapula, like all the teeny tiny muscles, they're working to keep the head stable. So remember, it's a cube, you can do left, right, you can do the front trying to push your head forward, you can do the back trying to press your head backwards, and that's going to help to fire your neck muscles in the proper position so they know not only where to hold your head throughout the day, but also how to do it. So when you do that one, you definitely want to be sure that you have that good posture of ears directly over the shoulders. And that's just one piece of the puzzle because obviously your whole life isn't going to happen in that perfect posture position. And you want your neck to be strong enough, but also coordinated enough to stabilize your head in a bunch of different directions. But if you are starting from ground zero, that is a great place to start. Second to that cube exercise would be to strengthen your upper back and other postural muscles. So inside Movement Mavens, this is one of the things that we are constantly working on and are working on for the month of June, but strengthening this ideal posture of head directly over shoulders, shoulders directly over ribs, ribs over hips, hips over feet, knees, et cetera, um, is to do it in different planes of gravity. So practice it upright, practice it laying face down practice it on your back, practice it on your side. So that not only in those static situations, just like that cube exercise, but your neck muscles also know how to support your head in 360 degrees, right? No matter what direction or position you're in, because ultimately that is what's going to allow you to move in all the ways without worrying about how your body feels. I know oftentimes in my classes, students will mention like, oh, I tried Pilates and I didn't like it. It was just too hard for my neck. When really what's going on is that the neck isn't strong enough to support your head. Now, should you just com- completely write Pilates off forever? No, not necessarily, because all that is many of those mat exercises are trying to you know roll up and off the mat. There's going to be a time where you're trying to roll up and out of bed or roll up off the floor, and you want your neck muscles to be strong enough to support you and not have them spaz out. So all of that is to say, come on inside Movement Mavens, join us for June. We're talking all neck and shoulders, um, and just really work on strengthening your neck and head relationship in good posture in all positions. So there's a whole chapter about stabilizing exercises, but you also – there is some value for mobilization, specifically of the fascia. And as I was writing the notes for this episode, I was asking my husband um, because he deals with neck stuff from time to time, even though I have told him a million times about (laughs) – if he, I, he doesn't listen to this, so he's not going to hear this. But I've told him, you know, I have a whole program about this, and he's has yet to log in. So maybe one day, maybe one of you can send him a text and tell him to do it. No, please don't. He'll get really upset. Anyways, it was this was his idea. So thank you, Anthony. Mobilizing of the fascia of the neck. So specifically of the front of your neck, this is where neck and jaw really come together. Because your tongue and the muscles of your tongue, because really your tongue is just a big muscle bag filled with fluid, they are continuous. It's like all one piece down with the front of your neck. If you don't believe me, you can just put your hand over the front of your neck and then swallow, which I'm doing right now, um, and you can feel the muscles move. So they are one in the same which means if there is tension in your jaw, whether it's clenching, grinding, clicking, um, whatever it is, it's also being transmitted into the tongue, quite possibly. Uh, Before I had braces, I was a tongue thruster, which means my tongue was constantly pressing up against the front of my teeth. So that jaw and tongue tension doesn't live in a vacuum. It will also affect what's happening inside uh, or down further into the neck. So a really easy mobilization you can do for the fascia specifically at the front of the neck is either using your hand or a towel or my favorite is the gorgeous ball from TuneUp Fitness and I'll link to that in the show notes which is just an air-filled grippy ball that's great for big fascia stretches and mobilizations. But even if you just take your hand to the right side of your neck and you can feel how the skin there has a little bit of give to it. So it's almost like you're trying to pull your neck skin, and the fascia is going to come with it, uh, forward and to one side as you turn your head into your hand. So I'm doing this on the right side of my neck. I have my right hand on the right side of my neck, and I'm trying to pull the skin forward as I turn my head to the right. So everything's happening on the right. And that even just a few rounds of that, just trying to – it's almost like you're juicing – the fascias there which really is kind of what's happening because you're rehydrating um, and just giving that proprioception that body awareness sense to the connective tissues and all of the muscles in the area um, they're relaxing just because you're touching now I just did like two rounds of it right now and even for me the right side of my neck feels better So if the front part of your neck feels better, that can also help the backside of your neck and just your neck to move better and feel better. There's also some interesting eyeball exercises you can do um, that we're playing around with also inside Movement Mavens that are just awesome. Your nervous system and your ability to move are even more deeply connected than I realized. And it's really fascinating to see new ways to get your brain to relax, really. Back to the jaw, you also want to stop chewing gum, which I know it's a huge bummer. I used to be a chronic gum chewer. But the jaw muscle, your um, masseter, and the muscle above it, your temporalis, every time your mouth opens and closes, like 20,000 times a day, these muscles are contracting and relaxing. And it's not like you really stretch your masseter. You don't really need to stretch your masseter even. But 20,000 times a day, even when you're not chewing gum, just talking and eating, they're working. So if you add in chewing, I was going to say gum chewing. Yeah, gum chewing. If you add in gum chewing, that's even more repetitions that they're doing work. It's like, imagine if you're just doing bicep curls all day, every day, even if it was something as small as like one of those super mini water bottles, that's still like 20,000 reps. That's a ton. So give your jaw a break by not chewing gum. And if you are like my mom and you love to chew gum, just to freshen your breath. Sure. Chew your gum, get your teeth nice and clean, your breath minty fresh, and then get rid of it so that your masseter and temporalis have the opportunity to relax. Because of the interconnectedness of the connective tissues here, like I've been talking about, uh, but also the relationship of position of tongue, neck, jaw, it's all connected. And we can't isolate what's happening to your neck with what's happening in your jaw, um, and even what's happening in your upper back. Really, your upper back is like the root of the neck, and the jaw is a part of that tree as well. So if there is weakness or dysfunction in any piece of that, it's going to be felt possibly in other areas. So hate to be the breaker of bad news, but I'm going to break some more bad news here in just a second, because we're going to talk about neck position while sleeping. Now, if you tend to sleep on your back, you really should be sleeping without a pillow. (gasps) I know, such a bummer, right? The reason for that is your posture. Remember we talked about this, of getting your ears directly over your shoulders and having your head directly over your shoulders as well. When you're sleeping, you basically want that position to be there as well. So when you're on your back with 16 pillows, two pillows, even one pillow stacked under your head. That's pushing your head forward, which is no better than the mannequins in the mall. So when you lay on your back, try to put the minimum amount of pillow underneath your head. Now, if you are going from a 16 pillow stack, don't go to a zero pillow stack right away. Gradually work your way down so that your neck has the opportunity to relax. Your nervous system has the opportunity to relax into that position. We don't want to just, you know, literally pull the pillows out from underneath you abruptly. If you are a side sleeper, which I am, you want to have a pillow that is thick enough to really fill that space between the side of your head and the top of your shoulder to maintain that ideal posture position. So too many pillows and it's going to put your head at a tilt and not enough pillows and your head will be at a tilt in the other direction. Um, So finding the best pillow for that is a lifelong quest that I have yet to find I still haven't found like a pillow I'm obsessed with so if you have a pillow that you're obsessed with and you are a side sleeper, please send me the pillow. <laughs> send it my way. you can shout out on uh, Instagram or send me an email please 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 because um, I've tried a bunch of pillows and then they just go in a drawer I'm like nope this pillow is not good enough but you do want a pillow that allows you to maintain that ideal posture of head, neck shoulder relationship even when you're on your side. I know there's a lot of people who already are on that no pillow bus, and I'm just not there yet because I am a side sleeper. Um, but if you are a no pillow back sleeper, I would love to know your transition to getting there, um, whether you went cold turkey or what that process was, because I'm curious. So, also that if you found the perfect pillow, I want to hear from you. If you are a back sleeper with no pillow, I also want to hear from you because I know you're out there and I'm just really curious. So hopefully this long journey into neck, shoulder, jaw, land um, has given you some food for thought on what to do. And coming from a place where I used to have tension headaches literally once a week, and I'm not talking about like, oh, bummer, I have a headache. Um, I would be knocked on my butt for a couple hours like out of commission um, because it was just so awful. So I feel you. I hear you. If you are there now, know that it is not permanent. Know that you will not always have tension headaches and that you do not always have to just suffer through. That life without pain is completely possible and it also won't require you to spend 75 hours a day. It can be easy. I've been there. Let me help get you there faster. So if this has all been resonating with you and you are ready to make those changes so that you can feel amazing and move with ease and move with confidence, come on over and check out Movement Mavens because we would love to have you inside. So the link for that, again, is in the show notes, aewellness.com slash mavens. May you have happy necks and happy upper backs from now until eternity. And uh, here's to asking better questions, moving more, and getting nerdy. If you enjoyed today's episode, please hit that subscribe button. It lets all the podcast people know that this show is fun and we are nerding out. Uh, also leave a review five stars only. Just kidding. You can be honest as well. Um, and I'm still sending out stickers. So if you drop a review and you write a little something, you don't just hit the button on the uh, podcast app, Apple podcast, um, take a screenshot of it and send it my way. And I will shoot a sticker out to you of a really cute unicorn. And come hang out on Instagram. I'm Hala from Mala. I'm posting all kinds of fun stuff. Just today, I recorded a three exercise road trip essential. So we're headed into the summer. If you're in the car, you need these three exercises. And let's just spread the word that your body is super cool and it is possible to change the unchangeable. That's all for now. I'll talk to you next week. Life without pain is possible, and if you're ready to break up with all the things that are only giving you temporary relief, I've got just the thing. Head on over to BodyNerdShow.com to download a checklist with nine simple things to soothe yourself when you're in pain. It doesn't have to be complicated, and it won't take you more than 15 minutes a day.